welcome to this episode of Free Circle Freedoms. In this episode, we continue our look at Chapter 2, To Form a More Perfect Union, in the book, Visualized American Government, 1964 edition. Hey people, before we get started in this episode, I would like to inform you of a new show that I am hosting. It's called Dead America. Dead America is going to dive deep into the heart of American issues. People homeless on the street. People not getting paid in the federal government and having to run over to the food bank. There's issues on our streets within our borders that we need to be discussing openly without violence and anger. To get to the bottom of these issues and more, I take to the streets and bring you Dead America. Make sure you join in. The first five episodes of the pilot have been already put together and they're waiting to be released. May 1st. You can find them at deadamerica.website. Make sure you share the show, like the show, comment on the show, get involved, and bring your stories alive along with others that feel they are part of a dead America. of the movement for confederation. It was the decade of debate preceding the opening of actual hostilities which forced the colonies into a regular system of voluntary cooperation that paved the way for a formal union. Outstanding milestones on the road to federation were one the Stamp Act, 1765, in which delegates from nine colonies voiced their protest against the new stamp tax. Two, the Committees of Correspondence, which not only held meetings and advised citizens on their course of action, but maintained regular communication with one another across boundary lines. 3. The First Continental Congress, which met at Philadelphia in 1774 to protest against the intolerable acts and to adopt a concentrated plan for economic boycott. And 4. The Second Continental Congress, which developed into a central revolutionary body. When the Second Continental Congress assembled at Philadelphia in May 1775, the Battle of Lexington had already been fought. Throughout the land, constitutional debate was giving way to the trial of arms. Sensible men recognized that without united action, the relatively weak and 
Sparsely populated American communities had no chance to prevail against the strongest power in the world. By common consent, therefore, the Second Continental Congress was permitted to exercise the functions of a central government, but this government was little more than the servant of thirteen sovereign states, each of whom felt free to ignore the recommendations of the central legislator whenever it suited its purposes. Despite the overwhelming difficulties under which Congress labored and despite repeated discouragements, this revolutionary body raised armies, appointed generals, floated foreign and domestic loans, contracted alliance with foreign nations, and pressed the war for independence to, to its successful conclusion. of the Articles of Confederation. Shortly before the final break with the British Crown, the Second Continental Congress had advised the states to replace the colonial charters by Republican Constitution. After the adoption of the Declaration of Independence, a committee of Congress was named to prepare a suitable framework of government for a union of states. This committee drew up the Articles of Confederation, which the Continental Congress approved in November 1777. The new plan of government did not, however, go into effect immediately, chiefly because Maryland withheld ratification until all states claiming Portions of western lands agreed to transfer their claims to the central government. This move was doubly significant. It prevented further boundary disputes between the states, and it gave the newly organized government of the United States control over a vast national domain. Finally, in 1781, the Union, under the Articles, was formally launched. The long-drawn-out war against Britain was then in its last stages. Indeed, peace negotiations were already underway and were successfully concluded in 1783. Independence and Union thus were achieved almost simultaneously. that wraps it up for this episode of Free Circle Freedoms. Thank you for listening. Also, I'd like you to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, join us next time when we dive deeper into the visualized American government where we look at basic defects in the Articles of Confederation, weaknesses in the Congress, all these little corks as we grew into a mighty nation. Join us next time right here on Free Circle Freedoms. And of course, I gotta say, 
This is an Anchor Original. Thank you.